Dave, 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 another episode of Black and White Men Talking. I am Leslie Peters. I'm joined by my colleague, Mr. Dave Wadsworth, the one and only. Look, we're going to hit you hard and quick this time. Uh, every now and then, I like to ask a question and have us ponder just to see what our perspectives are. I'm always looking to steer meaningful conversation. And so that's what I'm going to do today. So hopefully you guys are joined with me in this. And, and again, we want to challenge you to have these conversations. So here's the one question we're going to tag today. Uh, and we're both going to answer this question. So my question to you, Dave, is does everyone have and does everyone have an equal chance of success in America? Does everyone have an equal chance of success in America? You're on the clock, my friend. <laughs> is this a trick question? <laughs> You're trying to trip me up, bud. You know, I'm always trying to do something. <laughs> I um, I guess my mentality is in, in 2023, everyone has opportunities to be successful. Now, am I ever going to be uh, an NBA star? No, I'm a short, fat, white guy. And, and I'm not only slow, I can't even jump. So... It ain't going to happen, buddy. And so, right. Okay. I think everyone has an equal chance of success, but you need to uh, contextualize that or put it in a framework of what are my physical, mental uh, abilities and skills. Okay. Within that, what can I, what can I achieve? Can I achieve success? Now, some people think success is, you know, making a lot of money. Well, I have different definitions on the success. You know, I've been married 40 years uh, to the same woman. Um, and uh, and so that's, to me, that is success. When she turns around and says, yes, I'd do it again. When I have two uh, adult children uh, that have families and, and they have successful marriages as far as happy, uh, productive uh, family lives, to me, that's success. It's not a monetary thing. Now they do work and they do, you know, have a, a decent home, uh, nothing fancy, but but it's nice. Um, but I think everyone in America, I do believe in 2023, due to technology, you know, I think they have uh, uh, an equal chance. Now, not necessarily, they're not going to start at the same place. I guarantee you, when I grew up, you know, our family was so poor, we couldn't pay attention. And so we, we had, I had to be creative. I had to work at the gas station, pumping gas, changing truck tires, uh, changing oil. I was a grease monkey. Okay. Mom and dad didn't have enough money to send me to college. So I had to get creative. Okay. Uh, and so I had to work several jobs and I had to commute because I couldn't move to the campus because I couldn't afford to leave you know, mom and dad's house. And by the way, the house was so small. You know, I know chicken coops that are that are bigger than our house. So it's not where you start. It, it's where you end up. And the thing is, I think it's a mentality thing. You think, well, there's just no way it's all rigged against me. There's no way. But every day people are proving us wrong. And, and if one person could do it, anybody could do it. Now, I'm not saying there's not a whole bunch of nasty obstacles uh, and, and, and wrong obstacles in, in, the, in the path of many people. And we've talked about before, 
not having a father in the home, that is a huge obstacle uh, to your success. Okay. But, but I guess my mentality is, I think, I think we have the opportunity to be successful uh, in, in America, uh, of any place in the whole world. I, 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 and that's just my, my thinking. I, I not only believe that America is the greatest nation on the planet, I believe it's the greatest nation ever in history. Now, there's so many things I hate about, you know, uh, injustices and so forth in America. And, and a lot of mine's um, morality issues, okay? Because I'm very, uh, I'm a Christian man. And, and I, I don't believe in a lot of promiscuity that, that goes on in, in our world. And, and I think a lot of problems come from that. But, uh, but yeah, I do. I look at things. And I say, yeah, I think we all have a, uh, an, a chance. I don't know equals a word. I, I, I don't know. That kind of is a tripper upper to me. Uh, you know, is it an equal chance? I think we all have a chance. I'll put it that way. Uh, now, there's some people that are born, you know, and, and they've got, you know, money in the family. So going to college is not an issue to them. Okay. Some people are born and, and having three good meals is a challenge in their home. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally different, but I believe if a person truly wants to be successful, uh, it starts with their attitude and, 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 you know, saying, okay, I want to win. I don't want to be a victim. I want to be a victor and, and I'm going to do the best I can. And, and uh, as a guy that's been to Auschwitz and, and where uh, Hitler came through and exterminated, uh, well, just in Auschwitz, over a million innocent people were, were, were killed, were murdered. And the ones that, that weren't murdered uh, immediately, he worked them to death. And then, and then they you know, used them up and then they, they died. But Victor Frankl proved that with your attitude, that's your last freedom as a human being because they'd taken, they'd taken his medical practice. They took his wife and murdered her. They murdered his parents. They married her, uh, murdered his brother. They shaved, they took all of his possessions and he said, they cannot take my last freedom. And that's my attitude to choose how I respond to life. Okay. I can either roll over and, and die or I can fight this because it's wrong. And, and that's what he chose to do. Now, you know, the Germans at the time, the Nazis, they killed you at the drop of a hat. You look him cross-eyed and they just kill you like that. But uh, but he said, hey, we have our attitude and no one can take that away from us. And, and that's how you see people that that start out with with a lot and they screw it up. And then you have people that start out with nothing and some of them below nothing and they, they become very successful. Uh, and Dr. Ben Carson's a good example of that. He grew up in Detroit, you know, a projects kid, very poor, a single mom, and he become a, a neurosurgeon. OK. And he was almost in gangs, but his mom, you know, helped him and, and, and uh, required a lot of stuff out of him. And, and, and he was saved and turned from that gang life and become a very, very, you know, successful black man in a position where he could have easily been a gangbanger. But now he becomes a, a, a neurosurgeon, a brain surgeon and one of the top, you know, in the in the country. And so. I don't know. That's kind of my yeah, take. That's, a, that's an interesting perspective. Let me give you mine. Um, it's probably going to shock you. I'm probably going to say something. To you. Oh, you've only got two minutes. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to say something you don't agree with, but I mean, you should that's be okay. used to that by now. That's okay. I still love you. 
<laughs> Listen, I do not think everyone has an equal chance of success in America. I think everyone has a chance. I think particularly, I don't think it's equal. I don't. Um, and let me just particularly speak from a standpoint that I can speak from because I am black. I'll just give it to you from my perspective. For over 400 years of slavery and oppression in one race, the longest of any races and oppression. You mentioned uh, the Jews and what happened with Hitler and, and, and the Holocaust and that, but 400 years plus of slavery. Then after slavery was abolished, if you look at a state like Texas, it was two and a half years later before they even found out that it was abolished, which is the commemorative of Juneteenth. Then if we look at post, if we look at reconstruction period, post-slavery, it just simply became new laws and that oppression continued. Whether it was the Jim Crow of the South that said, okay, yeah, you got vote rights, but now you got to take this test when you get to the poll before you can vote. But whether it was, yeah, you can do this, but you can't go, you can't eat in the same uh, restaurant that I eat at, or you got to go to the back and you can't use the same water fountain. Or you can't use the same restroom. So I don't think we think equal. And so even as of 2023, which we're in, as a black man, if I get on my elevator tomorrow morning going into my office and I'm gonna, I'm a, and I'm alone with particularly a white female and we're on the same elevator, no matter how I'm dressed, no matter how much education I have, she's still clenching her purse. So <laughs> yep. Yep. here's the thing. That's the reality for there. me. That's just the reality for me. It don't matter how many degrees I got. It don't matter if I have on a suit, a jogging pants. It's the same reaction. So no, it's not equal. It's not equal. Do we have a chance? Yeah, we got a chance. But our chance is not equal because we're starting from so it's like there was a video done. I think it was Virginia Tech uh, Department of Diversity Inclusion did a video and they basically had all these students running a race and they had them start from different. Their starting lines were at different points. And so like it had the, the the white students and their starting line was like 50 yards ahead. And then it had the next race. It had all the and the African-American student, they started line was at the beginning, 50 yards at the beginning. And so now they got to run the same race. The finish line is the same, but where they start is all different. So they got now, can the black guy still win? Yes, but he has to overcome the odds. So he has a chance, but it ain't an equal chance. And so I think. I always say to people, it's kind of like, I think the most insensitive time for people when somebody has has died or somebody's in grief and people don't know what to say and they often say the wrong things. Like if somebody's died or you've lost your mom and somebody says, I hate this line, say, I know how you feel. And I'm like, how could you possibly know how I feel if you, you know, like if they just lost a child and you looking and you still got your kid. How can you know how I feel? Yeah. You don't. You can you can empathize, right? Sure, sure. But 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 you don't know how I feel. So that's an instance of feminine. I feel the same way when people tell me it's America. Everybody has an equal chance. No, no, we don't. We don't have an equal chance because just as we covered in episode one, when you get pulled over by the police officer, what you thinking is your worst fear, and what I'm thinking is my worst fear, are totally different. Right. What my actions have to be and what your actions have to be are totally different. So it's not equal. And I just think 
And it it warms my heart to hear you say, no, it's not equal. Everybody has a chance, but that chance is not equal. That warmed my heart because that's what we find out in conversation. Guys, <laughs> we got more alike than we don't, but the problem is we don't talk about it and we're not out front challenging other people to talk about it and see, hey, you know what? You're right. It's not equal. And so I said, I'll give you an example. When I go to, when I was in corporate and I go to a boardroom and I moved up and I'm in upper management and I sit around that table, how many times do you think I'm sitting around that table and I'm the only one look like me? Right. That's not equal because I'm never going to be as comfortable as everybody else, right? So it is, it, I think we have to just, we're not making excuses for it. We're just saying, just admit it's not equal, but everybody has a chance. That's all I'm saying. It, yeah. It's not an equal chance, but everybody has a chance. Yeah. That I agree with. But that yeah. chance is not equal because we're starting from different starting points. Right, right. And I think we've got to be careful that um, we don't have a, um, a victim's mentality that holds us back uh, just because, you know, you are, say, starting back, which in a lot of ways you are. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that at all because uh, there are obstacles there that, that I, I don't have. Uh, we all have the obstacles, but you have different ones and some that are totally wrong and, and they've just been ingrained and, and they should have been eliminated, but there's no way you just brush it away and say, oh, didn't happen. Uh, we're new today and we'll, we'll go from here. But, uh, but I, I think we need to, like you said, we need to talk, Leslie, and you need to explain Here's where I'm coming from because I've seen this, this, and this in my community or in my family, or to me, it's happened. And 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 I think that the big issue I struggle with is people wanting equal outcomes. They right. want everybody to be the same, and and they want everybody to have you know you know a new car, a new house, a new. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want everyone to have an equal chance, equal opportunity, which I don't know if we'll ever see that because you got different families. I mean, I'm, I wasn't born into a family of wealth or anything like that. So I started very poor, but I had a mindset that I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to do the best I can and, and stuff, but we need to make sure because people don't want to get up and, and work like I do. Okay. They don't want to put in the same effort that I do. They may have a bad attitude, you know, attitude, effort, those are the two things you do control. In your life, no matter Let what me tell you this, Dave. Let me jump in. Sorry to interrupt you. I Please. absolutely agree with you. I do not believe everybody needs to have the same outcome, yeah. particularly if you're not putting the same effort. I don't right. believe in that. But, and I don't believe that where you start determines on whether you finish the race. That, that That's on you. But all I'm simply saying is we got to acknowledge that we don't all start at the same place. Nope. Not even and, close. And, and that's it. Now, we're... Does that mean I'm going to work any less? Or that means I'm not going to work hard? You've been around me. How do we fix it? We fix it like this. Because if I get to know Dave as a person and I'm having meaningful conversation, Dave learns me as a person. He sees the value of my work and what I do. So Dave is going to reward me based on my work and who I am. Not He's not intimidated by the color of my skin anymore. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. And so that's how we solve it, by having these type of conversations, being intentional about it, and doing it. There's a comedian I like that has a quote. He says, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. 
<laughs> I can't remember his name right now, but he, I mean, but it won't come to my head. But he says, I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I, I've got to interject something here, Leslie. I read a book recently. Well, it's been this this year. One of the 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 best books I've ever read, and it, and it's one of the finest men I believe that has ever walked the face of the earth. Uh, just you know, based on facts and things that I've gathered. But Booker T. Washington, what he come through the the book was uh, Up from Slavery, I believe is actually the title Up from Slavery. And let me tell you something, he came from slavery, but yet. He, he knew to get ahead, he didn't need to make excuses for himself or anybody else. He had to do the work and he had to go through and education was the key. And, and he become, you know, of course, he you know, founded uh, Tuskegee University or Tuskegee Institute in Alabama uh, and him and George Washington Carver, who's another one of my favorite men in all of, of life. George Washington Carver, amazing story with him, too. But but yeah, but Booker T. Washington, you talk about a guy that would have an axe to grind. He did because he lived it as a boy. He was uh, a slave boy. And then they went through all that when they were freed and and he had to figure that out. And he ended up going to um, oh, out Hampton. I think it's Hampton Institute. Hampton University. Hampton. Yeah, Hampton. And he had a mentor there that said, hey, you know, uh, you start. And, and he taught these these students at, at Tuskegee when he started Tuskegee. He taught them the basics. And he said, he says, you're not going to get anywhere by hating people and, and, and hating you know the past. OK, don't forget the past, but don't just live in it where where it just holds you back because it will you know uh, you're you're carrying that grudge amazing book i totally recommend that it's just he was a fabulous human being and he proved what you can do with, with the right mindset and and so just want to put that in there <laughs> no no i think that's great and, and and i'm very familiar with booker t and w du bois who they debated a lot yes uh, about yeah. segregation and their views on segregation but absolutely Yes. Um, listen, I, I wish I could remember that comedian's name, but I just, it just escaped me right now. So, oh, so I think that's a great me. quote. That's but, a great quote. You'll never say I think the best way to end uh, this topic uh, as we challenge everybody, and again, you can find our podcast, all the podcasting channels Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Listen Notes, wherever you can find a podcast, you can find us, Black and White Men Talking, Leslie Peters, Dave Wiseworth. We are telling you that. We believe that when black and white men truly talk, they can truly change the world. And so, Dave, my last words to you is this. I love you, and there's absolutely (laughs) nothing you can do about it, my friend. That's good to know, buddy. The same to you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your honesty, and I appreciate your love. Uh, God bless you, buddy. God bless you.